coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. The Making Business Profitable podcast is brought to you by eSquare Marketing. At ESM, we are your social media management team that puts your mind at ease. Not only can we help with your social media management services, but we can help with your paid advertising, email marketing, website design, video, and even podcast production. Visit us online at eSquareMarketing.com. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. We've got a fantastic guest today. I'm excited. We're excited about our guests for sure. Wendy, you, uh, you're so excited too to be here. I can tell. <laughs> Is it that heavy? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's good stuff. Uh, I think we got a story for today, man. Well, tell me your story. <laughs> I'm going to start out with a quote. Okay. Quote is, forgiveness is just another name for freedom. Forgiveness is another name for freedom, or another word for freedom. Yep, either way. Yeah? Either yeah. way. I think that's good. And uh, here's the context. I was driving, it was a long day at the office, and I was on my way to the hotel we were staying at, and I went through Chick-fil-A because I love Chick-fil-A, spicy chicken sandwich with extra Chick-fil-A sauce. And I was all happy. I got my bag of uh, Chick-fil-A because it wasn't Sunday, obviously. And I got some waffle fries and big smile on my face. I come around and then I see this DoorDash driver like jet out to his car. And I'm like, oh crap, this guy is just, he isn't paying attention to anything else in the world. He gets his car and he cranks his radio. This is the day the Rolling Stones drummer passed away. Oh, wow. And so he had stones so loud that I could hear my truck with my windows up. And he throws that vehicle in reverse, Subaru Forester, and he backs. I'm I'm like three parking spaces behind him in this parking lot getting ready to turn out of it. And he just slams into my truck. Oh, dude. And let me tell you, those little Foresters, they're pretty tough. (laughs) Yeah. Did he do any damage to your truck? Yeah. Yeah, I named my truck Hank. Hank 2, because Hank 1's no longer with us. And uh, Hank has a droopy front lip. <laughs> so that, uh, that, that, that explains some things, because uh, Wendy like... and I were trying to figure out the old Dave would not have handled that very well. Mm-hmm. The new and improved Dave appears to have handled it well, but we don't know whether... It's just because he's a ticking time bomb, or whether he Come on. has changed. But you know, you selected that uh, quote, so we're gonna believe the, the latter. That poor you? guy. I mean, he was having. I was like, oh, this sucks. Okay, didn't ruin my life. We can get the truck fixed. But the, that had he's having trouble with his child and wife having trouble with her job, and he's a DoorDash driver, and you're like, man. It could be worse than a bumper. Nobody got hurt. Everything's okay. And the only son of a buck is is dealing with insurance companies and getting something fixed. The uh, the lead time to get a quote on my repair is 25 days to get a quote wow. on my repair. But you know that dude's uh, story is is the story of a lot of Americans. So mm-hmm. good for you for uh, understanding. Yep, he texted me, told me he's thankful for me being so cool about it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. So I got that to say. 
<laughs> Poor Hank, he still has looks like he has Bell's palsy, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so, well, what are we gonna talk about today, Dave? With you know, Wendy here. Uh, I've known Wendy for a long time, going on I don't know, thirty-one years, thirty-two years or so. Now, I think you sleep with her, don't you? I really don't like to talk about my business on on the airwaves, there, Michael. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm. I'm related to Wendy, as uh, I, I married way up, and she's the one that, you know, she took me under my wing and under her wing, and she's teaching me things. So that's that's all there is to it. So very good. Very good. Anyway, um, through the different businesses I've owned in the years, you seem you get hyper focused on what you're working on, and oftentimes you're so hyper focused on what you're working on. You don't think about the rock that's at home that keeps everything together with the kids and the house and the dogs and the garden and everything, right? So I thought it was a really good podcast um, to say, what's it like being the spouse of a business owner or an entrepreneur? You know, and because people that listen to podcasts are typically uh, business owners and they there's some things they should remember. There's a few regrets I have in life and it's around time and focus. And usually when businesses aren't doing so hot, so I figured it'd be really appropriate. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. We, we probably should, you know, if we gave Wendy some bourbon, <laughs> she could probably talk for a really long time about these things. But if we give her a construct, you know, of like the good, bad, and the ugly. Yep. You know, of being uh, the wife of a <laughs> business owner. And maybe talk about three good things, two bad things, and then a really ugly thing. What do you think, Wendy? Would that be a better construct than to just let you go until tomorrow? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> good, good. Well, what's what's one good thing that, that's associated, or or your experience being uh, the wife of a entrepreneurial person? Um, I think um, a, a really good thing is that we have had to learn how to be a team under pretty tough circumstances sometimes. And uh, in the early days, we would compare a lot about our the burdens that we're carrying and, uh, well, I'm doing this and you can't imagine my day because I've done this today. And um, just today, we don't, that's not our life today. Today, we're a team. Today, we are partners and it's more like, how can I help you? What what do you need from me? And we each know our roles. Um, and I think that I probably wouldn't have matured that quickly or that well without those kind of pressures in my life. Uh, so just becoming a team, I think, for myself, has really broadened my horizons to I, if I'm not walking in someone else's shoes, I don't know what their burdens are and I can't make judgment calls on their actions. I think that's, I think that's so well said because, you know, when Dave is my partner, he's your partner. Mm-hmm. We partner in a different way. That's right. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> You're not nearly as good looking, Mike. I'm sorry, yeah, honey. Yeah. But, you know, we Dave and I have our, you know... Dave's like, I got this going on. I, guess I say, I got this going on. Mm-hmm. And then we both are like, oh, yeah, we're, we're a team. We both right. got a lot going on. That's right. And, and uh, that's just recent. Dave and I have been together for two or three years. 
But if you've done that for 20 years, <laughs> I, th- I think that's a wonderful point. Coming up on 30. Coming up you on know, 30. We shaved 10 years off of Wendy's experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just call it 28. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that, that is, I'm, I'm not quite sure that my wife would say the same thing. So. I'm paying her big bucks to be on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to try and look inward here. Yeah, what's another? What's another? Um... I, I, there's some job security there because unless you're really having a rough day, you're not going to fire yourself. So uh, job security is a good perk and you get some other cool things occasionally like summer jobs for your kids or you maybe get to drive a company vehicle. So I mean there's just things that um, maybe we, you would take for granted that in hindsight uh, really helped lighten the burden in other ways for our family. Sure, sure. Hey, so uh, you driving a company vehicle right, right now? Because I don't have one. I'm not. No, no this okay, is okay. a previous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's had a few. <laughs> yeah, but that is that should be the promise mm-hmm. uh, of striking out on an entrepreneurial venture where you're taking huge risks. There's got to be some upside, and mm-hmm. and it does present itself in those ways, so that, that's well said, I, th- I think. What are you thinking, Dave? You're quiet over there. I know when to speak. I know I know when to speak. This is going really well. Yeah. Wendy, you're wonderful. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what else we have? What are the other good things here? Uh, another good thing is, I think, um, and based on personal knowledge, of course, there's lots of kinds of businesses, but for a blue collar in particular, mm-hmm. um, it's not a picnic to build a business. So um, those guys are really hardworking most of the time. They uh, are good examples of being ethical and, and often they've worked their way up from somewhere down low. So mm-hmm. they know and appreciate all the things that go into making a business go from mopping the floors to cutting the checks and so they they have um, an appreciation for the people that make those things happen yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I think the homegrown business owners they they know their trade they know what it takes to make the business tick to make parts or or whatever business they're in um, that is that is what makes them so rich right and I think that's the difference between a successful small business and a not so successful yeah. small business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You, you, you count on your workforce, man, and if they're committed, they will. Uh, you know, if, if their workforce, if your workforce is committed, mm-hmm. uh, it makes all the difference between your success and failure. So, I think that's a wonderful point. Well, how about uh, oh, some here of the? We uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. How about some of the bad? What's What's, uh, what's bad? Um, so I guess uh, most of the time, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. We were really young when Dave went off on his business <laughs> growing tangent. When I thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and, uh, so we spent our youth basically building this business or these businesses as it were. and. Um, so a lot of time is spent on that and not necessarily with family. So as the spouse of a business owner, um, you would often find yourself attending 
school programs and sporting events and meetings and teacher conferences by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can certainly, I can see that. And uh, you know what's interesting though, Wendy, you know, I know your kids, our listening audience don't know your kids. Mm -hmm. And I know my own kids. And uh, it's really interesting how my girls, their recollection, you know, is is not as bad as I would have thought it would be in, in light of the fact that I I wasn't home and it was because Carolyn, my wife, you mm -hmm. know, just kept it together just like you grew mm -hmm. together. So mm -hmm. it is bad. Dave and I talk about that often. If we had to do it over again, unfortunately, we'd probably do it the same way. Yeah. But, but, but we did lose really valuable time with the kids. I think I would have... Uh I think it would have grown middle management to where it wasn't needed as much, so I would actually be able to make uh, a lot of the events I would have missed. It's probably my biggest regret is not being home during the critical times. Where you know, oftentimes when you're just trying to make it as a small business owner, you you can't see the forest from the trees. You all you see is I have to be here till ten o'clock at night, or the customer's not going to get their part, and I'm not going to get paid. And if I don't get paid, I'm not putting groceries on the table. For yourself and for those four or five other guys that are looking yeah, at you. For all the yeah. family, you look around, it's like this is all on my shoulders. Yeah, so yeah. if I don't do this, but what you don't know, you don't know. And, and if I just knew then what I know now, I would never have done that. I just would have done it different and accomplished all the same things. Actually accomplished a lot more, but yeah. you just don't know. It's, well, that's one of the values that we've been bringing to some of our right. younger clients. We're like, hey, dude, you, you know, this isn't a dry run. This is your life. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you don't want to have some regrets on the back end. You get a work-life balance, not just a work-work balance. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, yeah. what's one more bad thing? Uh oh, here we so, go. So no, it's funny that my other bad thing is what you were just talking about is that you don't get to clock out. So that that customer that's mad or that payment that didn't go through, it follows you home, and so you have all of those things that you don't just get to leave somewhere else mm -hmm. because the buck stops with you and and the weight of those other families influences that like mm -hmm. i need to make this work because i've mm -hmm. got people depending on me not just my family but you know mm -hmm. 10 20 50 other families yep oftentimes as a business owner you feel like a like a lieutenant you have to go in first and you got to be the last one to come out right right yeah, I mean, the idea of uh, payroll, mm -hmm. bi-weekly or monthly or however often you do it. I mean, in the early days, you almost hate payroll days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're an employee, you love payroll. When you're yeah. an employer, you hate payroll. Yeah, like, right. We're so, going to make it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, how about an ugly? And, you know, if it's a humorous ugly, that's cool, but what's a... Good, bad, and ugly. I think it is probably a humorous ugly. Um, unless you really have it together and you have a, a good understanding going in, if you don't have good mentors, if you don't have a good marriage, if you don't have a good team underneath you um, and processes to support you too often, you do not own your business. Your business owns you. Oh, that is so well said. Are you... Are you open to do coaching and consulting? <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's, it, it's so true, right? Yeah, it's I mean, true. It, it's uh, yeah. all you have done is bought yourself a job, right? And you could be 
doing that for 20 years when you could have been working for General Motors or something, making mm -hmm. some, you know, cash. And the tail's wagging a dog all the time. Totally, totally. 24-7, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, you know, you you could have written Michael Gerber's book, The E-Myth, and it basically <laughs> said, small business sucks. And it <laughs> <laughs> can't. But um, every business has to be a small business before it's a big business. That's right. And, um, you know, we really want to try to help our clients uh, spend as little time as possible in that e-myth scenario where, you know, you're just hating life and payroll is a challenge and um, you're bringing everything home and all the things that you described. So I think, uh, I think that you're very accurate. Uh, <laughs> you're good, bad, and ugly. And I, I think I resemble all your remarks, mm -hmm. actually. I don't know a business owner that doesn't. I mean, you have to have how you start out, but you have to be a team. Boy, if we would have learned that at 22, 23 in the early years and right. how to balance and how to delegate, because oftentimes when you work, the harder you work, the less you want to delegate because it's like, I have to do it because it has to be done right because we're on a time crunch. And you don't delegate, so you take it all on yourself. And, yeah. you know, just by de facto, you wind up being less successful. Yeah. So it, it took a long I'm a very slow learner, Mike, but when I finally got it, I got it. Well, it's a, certainly a blessing to have uh, you as my partner and to have my relationship with Wendy as your wife. And, um, and then the success that we've had in our partnership, I think, is the result of her beating you up and slapping you around. <laughs> so you saved me a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> but so, is it like it stopped or something? Because I'm waiting. So every day is a challenge for us too, right? I mean, and uh, for those of you who are in partnerships, uh, if if it's if it's worth something, then you're going to have hard times because you have hard times in a marriage. You're going to have hard times right. in a partnership. So yeah, that's right. Just gotta keep your head to the grindstone and work through those things. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mike. It's uh, the one thing. I really appreciate Wendy saying all all the points, but the one thing I'd want every business owner to realize is they're tied to their they're tied to their spouse, they're tied to their mate, and wherever they go, they're dragging them along, and they got to watch what they drag them through, and they got to watch what they put them through, and they need to care. Instead of them being behind you all the time, it's very important that they're beside you as you go through this journey so you can be successful, because when you have a successful relationship at home and you're driving through these hard times, that gives you a support system. And your support system behind that support system, right? And when you have that going, that I don't know if you can have a successful business without that. So I'd really urge you to always be mindful of what you put the ones that you love the most through. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.